Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week. From the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So this is a very unusual episode of In the Limelight because right now, as we are recording this, it is 9.07 a.m. on the East Coast, but where Julie and I are right now... In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. In Josh's bed. (laughs) In my bed, in my hotel room. It is 6.07 a.m. So, and we have not slept since... This is Oscars Monday, yeah. so we've been up since, I'd say, I was up since 7 a.m. yesterday. And I've been ready. up since around 9. So we've seen a lot, a lot in these hours, and we're so excited to talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, we have a lot to debrief and discuss. We just ordered some room service. We ordered the entire kids' menu. Yeah. Chicken fingers, pizza. So if anyone wants to know how, like, the montages fried <laughs> goods are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we will have a separate podcast to be reviewing all of the junky foods here. So we just came from the Oscar party a few hours ago. Um, Julie was inside for most of it. We got to see all sorts of celebrities. I mean, like this is the party of all parties in that regard. Julie, what stands out to you is like the moments you won't forget from the night. I mean, it was for, I guess we should set the scene first. This is the Vanity for Oscar party. It's like a long red carpet. And then how would you describe what the party is like? For the past three years, they've built an entire space in Beverly Hills that's between the Wallace Annenberg Center and I think it's a city council building. City Hall building, yeah. City Hall, but they create create this entire crazy space. It takes up an entire city block. It's huge. It feels like you're Much nicer than It sort of feels like you're in a convention center. I mean, maybe it is. Oh my gosh, the most glamorous convention center. You should be like, (laughs) smited down, like. That downplayed it to the extreme. They Um, fly in like certain kinds of roses from like a town in England. Yeah. Very posh. There's a very, there's a very, yeah, there's like a nice photo booth. There's like an outdoor area, a whiskey lounge, a smoking smoking. area. Mark Seliger, the photographer. Instagram portrait studio. Has an Instagram portrait studio. So a lot of this. Thomas Keller, like French Laundry and Per Se, does all the food. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's like a wedding. It's like that size. The nicest wedding anyone It's the nicest wedding you've ever been to. Okay, so what were your moments inside that you were, like, wowed by? I know Faye Dunaway really spoke to you. (laughs) Like, literally. Okay, I I go back with Faye Dunaway, though, because I saw her, one, at the Game of Thrones season premiere last year, where I learned that she's a huge Game of Thrones fan. She watches every episode with a pitcher of water and a notebook, and she takes copious (laughs) notes. Okay. Fast forward to I see her in Wait, Kate. Faye Dunaway watches every episode of Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones with correct. a picture of water. What's the water for? Uh, it was unclear, but okay. she was like very, like she wants to really specify okay. that point. And, and this was a big Oscars for Faye Dunaway, as we all know who watched the Oscars, because she was involved in like the moment that we're all talking about today, which is... When they announced the Best Picture winner to La La Land. Faye read the award. Faye and Warren Beatty were reading the award. The entire La La Land filmmakers, cast, crew took the stage only for Jimmy Kimmel to come out and say, oh, psych, it's actually Moonlight. Which, like, were you even saying it to me now is like, I can't believe 
It doesn't seem, it still seems like it didn't, like that didn't happen. It's so weird. Right. Okay. Back to Faye. Yeah. Sorry. We, we're getting to lost from Faye. Oh, I have so much to talk about Faye. Okay. okay. So, so wait, let me go back. So I see Faye at Cannes. I was covering the Vanity Fair party and I go up to her and I say, Faye, it's so great to see you. You look wonderful. I saw you at the Game of Thrones premiere. And she said, oh, you're so sweet. Who do you play on the show? <laughs> so, like, automatically, I am hers forever, smitten till the end of time. Oh, my um, God. Turns out, Faye. You should have parlayed that into, like, a L'Oreal contract or something. Like, just, like, gone with it. I know. I really yeah. should. Faye was so excited about presenting the Best Picture winner that she went out on the town all this week to all the parties, told all the press that she was presenting the Best Picture winner mm -hmm. as, like, the anniversary for Bonnie and Clyde. I heard the Oscar producers rescinded the offer because they wanted to keep it secret, but because they couldn't book anyone bigger. They went back to Faye? They went back and to Warren. Faye. And boy, do they regret that. <laughs> wow, that's some good inside scoop. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's true. But anyway, anyway, so... They should have had Sunny from Lion do it. Would have loved that. Oh, My no, nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> he cut in front of me in the Grammys line with his entire entourage, and I really needed to get in. We talked about this on our live stream earlier, but somehow Julie is in a <laughs> feud with the cutest five-year-old from Lion. That Look out for it on the next season of Ryan Murphy's okay, so, FX show. So after all this happens, Faye shows up at the Oscar party. Faye floats into the Oscar party. You've never seen anyone so excited to be there. She's standing at my table <laughs> She doesn't want to speak to any press at all, as I understand. She really wanted to make the round. She didn't want to speak to press. I was really enjoying her handler, was trying to make polite conversation with her. So he was saying, like, Faye, so do you eat meats? And she said, yes, now now I eat everything. And then she... Is she, she, is she famous for being, like, having been a vegetarian? I don't know, but she got an In-N-Out burger, and I have never seen anyone cut a hamburger as, like, delicately and as ladylikely as she did. So she had her half of a hamburger, yeah. but, like, very precisely got in her Coke. Were people, like, in any way flocking around her to ask about the best picture snafu, or no? No, sadly. <laughs> but, like, in general, you saw people inside were talking about it a lot. They were talking about it a lot. I saw Jimmy Kimmel made his way in after, and he said that he was just so glad that Manchester by the Sea hadn't won originally, because if he had to go on stage and take that away from Moonlight, everyone, since they know that he's such good friends with Matt Damon oh, they would have thought and it the was Affleck a prank. brothers, they would have thought it was a prank. Oh, interesting. But I feel like everybody's genuinely confused. Like, I still feel like they're somehow going to say today, like, oh, actually, it was. I mean, like, not really, but like, it just seems so bizarre. It was really interesting seeing, like, Ron Howard immediately after the show ended. He was just so blown away by it, just saying how it was amazing television, which it was. He just really couldn't wrap his mind around it. I haven't caught up on everything yet, but I saw on Twitter someone said that you could see Emma Stone mouthing, like, oh, my God, like, 30 seconds in. Whenever they realize what's happening. It's going like, to be, like, the Zap Ruder film or something. Yeah. People are going to be slowing that down. I said on the live stream, they have to do, like, a Ryan Murphy-style series about this. There's so many weird layers. I don't know. It just was the fact that the guy had to give a whole speech before anyone realized that it was wrong. Isn't there supposed to be someone who at least is tasked with that, you know? So who else did we see at the party that was exciting? Mick Jagger, I'm obsessed with. He had, like, an incredible metallic blazer on. Mm -hmm. 
paired with sneakers and the fact that he can get away with that. And I love that he was the only person wearing like a suit and sneakers aside from my nemesis, Sonny. (laughs) (laughs) And then all the winners came, which was nice. Emma Stone was there. Emma Stone had changed into sort of like a kind of smart polka dotted blazer. It was really good. And she came with Brie Larson. They both did the Mark Seliger Instagram studio Jared Leto came in an incredible, like, red... That was, like, an outfit. ...silk robe, a beanie, and Gucci loafers. It was, like, like I want to wear that to the beach or something. Not that I'd go to the beach, but, you know, like, it looked very comfortable. It looked incredibly comfortable. Halle Berry was there. Mm-hmm. She kissed Faye Dunaway. Katy Perry and Allison Williams, I saw, like, holding hands, walking around. There was, like, some interesting tabloidy drama... I don't really know how it played out. You would know better than me, but I saw Glenda Bloom was there, Katy Perry was there, and Miranda Kerr was there. Oh, I didn't see Miranda Kerr. Who oh, is, is she married to the Snapchat Evan Spiegel? I might be Snapchat wrong about Miranda CEO. Kerr being there. I thought I thought Miranda Only Kerr. Only in his dreams. You were hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, I'm hallucinating. But Jennifer Aniston Jennifer looked Aniston. incredible. Oh, this is a really good. I saw Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Elizabeth Banks. They were taking a photo, but Justin Theroux had this huge gold signet ring on. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like he has Jennifer's name on there. And I looked up closer and it said Justin, this huge <laughs> signet ring of like Justin in cursive. I guess just in case you forget. I don't know. Wow, that's interesting. You heard it here. That's like if Megan had just Megan instead of Harry on her ring. It's a little much. Number one. Maybe on his other hand, he had Jen. Like, no, you would have seen that. Yeah. Oh, another favorite sighting. Isabel Huppert had changed outfits into this amazing red long gown. And she was on the dance floor dancing alone to George Michael. <laughs> like, which is all I oh, ever oh, need. God. With, like, I assume with like, just like her usual like, kind of like expressionless. Ennui. I know that like, kind of icy, yeah, chilly expression. Mm-hmm. She's not but giving I, you any emotion. She's but, just like, yeah, making you want to like bow down. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of people change their dresses, which is kind of fun. Like, it's like. You know, Emma Stone, Viola Davis, Scarlett Johansson, they all like switched into like a kind of fun, different vibe for the party. So it was like this whole other event. Reese Witherspoon. Uh, yeah, Reese was having a blast. I saw her. Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak, I saw like kind of making the rounds. They went up to LL Cool J to like chat him up. I felt to me like a lot of interesting pairings. It's like, oh, I'm going to like run up and say hi to this guy, you know? That's the time to do it. Oh, I saw E.L. James, the Fifty Shades of Grey mastermind. She was, like, eagerly waiting in line to talk to James Corden. She was like, I'm just Mm. such a fan. Interesting. Who knew? And then Jared Leto gave James Corden this huge bear hug. James Corden. I guess I already sort of knew he was rising up, but even more. Barry Jenkins, I saw a lot of people around. Because, obviously, I guess, Moonlight, you know, they were, like, basking in the glow of the altered win but like how would you even react to that yeah and like i think you were saying this earlier but it's interesting because i felt like you know obviously moonlight was phenomenal and i think people were excited that it won but like i don't know it just it, it was not how you want to win i don't know it was like uncomfortable i feel like people were talking about this for a really long time oh another favorite grouping i saw kate hudson Talking. I feel like every time you start with one of these, it's like the Mad Lib game or something. It's like, where is this one going to go? Well, this one's going to go crazy. 
Kate Hudson talking to Demi Lovato in front of, this is on the smoking patio, Martin Short sandwiched in between Sarah Silverman and Nick Jonas. But he's having like a very animated, intense conversation with both of them on Sarah Silverman's other side. Yes, Nick was involved with Martin Short and Sarah Silverman. On the other side, Kate Beckinsale, her ex-husband's Michael Sheen. Sarah Silverman's dating Michael Sheen. Right. So they have an ex in common. And then on my left was Joe Jonas, who was lighting up a cigar. I don't know what it is with them and cigars. I did notice the Jonas's, like, kind of holding court. Oh, also, Lin-Manuel Miranda was, like, a popular guest. I think because like someone they go, oh, he's the best person I talk to at this. A lot of people want to meet Mick Jagger too. Mick Why Jagger. wouldn't you want to meet Mick Jagger? Like, no, can I you know. picture a circumstance where you were like, oh, I don't care? Well, like him. I was talking briefly to Lucas Hedges, the Manchester by the Sea supporting actor, and he was like, "Where is Mick?" And I was like, "You were like eight when Mick was sixty-three, but I guess Mick just transcends age and generation and time." It's true. Also, you met up with your friend, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, so so for those of you who watched, Julie and I were on the live stream that we did from the party, and Emily Ratajkowski joined us for that, and she was wearing an awesome dress. It was I like, mean, when is she not? Yeah, when is she not? It had like almost like a feather bottom to it. One of our co-hosts, uh, Phoebe Robinson, who's awesome from Two Dope Queens, who joined us for the live stream. She was saying, I don't know how you can like dance in this. And Emily was like, I'm going to find a way. But yeah, she was having a great time. Carly Kloss was there, a lot of models. Alexander Ambrosio, Adriana Lima, Rosie Anderson Whiteley. A lot of them, not Carly, but a bunch of them posed with Andrew Garfield for like a fun photo. Mariah Carey, one of our podcast favorites, was there. Was she actually yeah. there? Yeah. Where? I don't know. Apparently, maybe she just went, maybe she I came in and her. weren't enough people who are paying respects and she walked right out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another, how have we waited this long to explain that Nina Agdahl was there? She was dancing her heart out. I'm so mad. I wasn't in the room when Julie saw her and that Julie didn't like run over to give her a bear hug to talk about our sushi party. Well, I was very her. confused because she wasn't like shouting out like a car alarm. But she looked gorgeous. She had this amazing white dress on. And Casey Affleck, who won Best Actor, he showed up. I didn't see him for very long, though. I didn't see him. I saw Matt Damon. Mahershala. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Mahershala was walking in as Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel were walking out. And Justin Timberlake, you would have thought that Mahershala starred in the story of Justin's (laughs) life. Because the way that, that Justin like went so... up, gave him this bear hug, and then just like held his face oh my and gosh. talked to him for like 40 seconds. I think Justin had maybe imbibed. He was really celebrating. Justin was very enthusiastic in general. Like I saw him kind of coming, going up to a lot of people, and was like, oh, like bowing down, like that kind of thing. The whole Moonlight crew, I was like getting kind of swarmed. No Ryan Gosling, huh? 
No, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I wonder what he did after. I picture him driving through like a fast food. I mean, this is like revealing the family text threads again that I feel like I've mentioned once before, maybe. But like, like we talked about the Oscars and like what was happening, and we were all like shocked about Moonlight and Lala and my dad had not really participated much in the group text. And the only thing he wrote was like, he felt bad for Ryan Gosling at the end of the night. There's no need. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like if there's anyone who doesn't really need any sympathy from any of us, it's Ryan Gosling. But I think he thought Ryan Gosling was a standout kind of person from La La Land. Like he thought he was as good as Emma. Curious what other movies your dad has seen lately. He's like so impressed by Ryan. Oh my gosh! First you're going for Sunny from Lion, then my dad. Like, is no one safe? Uh, Ryan, I imagine. I don't know. Also, Ava Mendes didn't go, so maybe he was like. Ava Mendes doesn't go to anything. I really thought this was going to be the one where she was like, "All right, it's the Oscars." Like, I'm, no, I'm I feel going. like girlfriend knew that this was not Ryan's year, and she's going to wait until yeah, until she knows he's going to win, and yeah. then she'll make the trip. I respect that choice. Yeah, I guess that's true. I was about to ask you like what the other best moments were from the show for you. But oh, okay, cutaway Meryl Streep. Is this from the party or the show? The show. show. Oh, I know. What you're oh, gonna Meryl Streep sharing her junior mints with her husband, Don. Yes. I, I, really I like watching the Oscar telecast with Julie. I can attest. <laughs> she wasn't showing much necessarily in the way of like visible emotion <laughs> through much of the proceedings. But when they cut to Meryl and Don eating junior mints in the audience, she like leapt out of her chair. There are people in the room with us who were like confused <laughs> at what was happening. It was like this like, weird cutaway. But Julie was like having palpitations. <laughs> Meryl was snacking. Meryl was kind of a low-energy presence over the telecast. She was. I have to say, I was on the red carpet with our colleague, Krista Smith, who was co-hosting the official red carpet for the show. And Meryl Streep walked through the red carpet, and she's just mastered kind of the art of not making eye contact with anyone. Because when you're that sacred, I imagine Beyonce, right. there are only a few people in the world. It's like too exhausting to make eye contact. Yeah, she just can't do people. it. Right. No, completely. You know, I feel like the other things that happened in the show seem so like the Justin Timberlake song or the bit with all the audience members. It's like all pales in comparison. I feel like everyone's just going to be talking about what happened at the end. I know. I'm curious if there's going to be like some sort of investment. Yeah, like Price Waterhouse Cooper had to release a statement, right? Oh, really? Katie Rich from Little Gold Men and the deputy editor of the site, she was reading us some statement. I, I forgot the exact wording of it, but it was like about somehow like regretting the error and this and that. But I don't know what you even do. Like, I just feel uh, I have to really hand it to, honestly, though. The Lawland guy was really considering how bizarre and like surreal it was the La La Land producer Jordan Horowitz when he realized what was going on he handled it so tactfully and like graciously and that to me was almost the other part of it where I was like wow he really handled that I would have frozen up completely in that situation right and also Jimmy Kimmel's so pranky that like I sort of was thinking for a little bit that it was a weird prank I know because there's no protocol there's no But I thought it was very chivalrous that Warren Beatty went back on stage and kind of explained. Yeah. Um, Do you think Beyonce watched CISO or does she just have like an assistant? Well, Beyonce, okay, so last last night I was, (laughs) 
Oh, I would love that job to write up the paragraph for like Beyonce. Like summarize all the pop yeah. culture. And like the lens of Beyonce too. Like you once saw her at like a awards gala, yeah. like, you know, like explaining what everyone is in the oh, context of her what life. What if though they announced Beyonce is the winner and then they had to call her off? How would Beyonce handle that? At the Grammys and then yeah. like Ben Adele? Oh God, I don't even want to think about what like people would have burned the Grammys right down to the ground. But yesterday I was at dinner and you were somewhere else. And I, I was coming back to my hotel, and I got a text message from Katie who said that Beyonce and Jay-Z were in our hotel. I like basically like lit a fire under the Uber driver. <laughs> like, I will make it worth your while to get us there as soon as possible. I got back, and I'd missed them. But the point of this tale was to say that it was a pre-Oscars event. So I got really excited that maybe they were like going to go to the Oscars and do some sort of surprise appearance. But nothing they did go to some oscar thing tonight though like not the actual oh, really? oscars they went to some dinner so they de- so beyonce definitely watched oh, rude. i know i wish she had come to the party me too yeah that would have been fun do we think Meghan markle watched oh i think no i think she's more important things to do these days yeah like she wants to act as though she doesn't even like know they're happening you know what i mean yeah what do you think people would be most surprised to know about the party I would say it's, like, interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to answer my own yeah. question and run with it. This is my first time there, and I was surprised at how it sort of did feel like all these celebrities bumping up into each other, but it's, like, any party in the sense that you'll see some, like, very famous celebrities kind of wandering on their own looking for someone right. to talk to, or, like, a cluster, and then, like, one of them gets called, and someone else, or the other one has to look at their phone. and like It's very weird like, to see, like, Katy Perry kind of lost, yes. trying to figure out where her friends went while puffing yeah. on an e-cigarette. Yeah, like, I think that's what I'm getting at, totally. There's, like, these moments of very much, like... Humanity. This, yeah, like, they don't actually necessarily always know what to do at a party, either. We're all the same. There's something about it. Them. Some sort of existential. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I think that. I, I think that's I, it. I think, I think when Julie and I get some sleep and then when we get back to you guys later in the week, when, et cetera, have we'll have a say. lot more to digest. But we wanted to get all of our immediate Oscar party thoughts out there to all of you. Thank you guys so much for joining in and listening. And you guys I have know. been so people Especially have been, for tuning in to the live stream. Yes. Really meant a lot for those of us that listen to the live stream, the live stream exists on Facebook, Twitter, VanityFair.com. We are on it for a bit with, as we mentioned before, with Emily Radikowski, uh, Pete Davidson from SNL, Phoebe Robinson from Two Dope Queens is on it. Michael Hogan and Katie Rich from Little Gold Men. Yeah, it's a great assortment and we had a lot of fun. So definitely check that out. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight and uh, let us know what you thought of the Oscars. If you have any other questions for us at the Oscar party, you can also follow us individually. She's Julie Miller. I'm oh, sorry, Julie W. Miller. Julie W. Miller. <laughs> Can't forget the W. And mine is Jay Duboff. In the Limelight Pod is our Instagram name, where we already have posted a photo of us on the red carpet, which was a far cry from what we look like now. Gonna crash. Yeah, we're about to like, collapse in a pile of chicken tenders and chips and guac and this like champagne that was in our room. And I don't know, we might not win. Dreams of Faye Dunaway. <laughs> Dreams of Faye Dunaway and like Emma Stone's shimmery dress. Yeah. This episode was edited and produced by Lana Milner. Thanks to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>